Well, hey, Gundam Maniacs, welcome to the Gundam Explained show. It is uh, April 13th and not Friday, which <laughs> yeah. would have been cool. I would have watched, I probably would have marathoned like Friday the 13th or something. Oh, but that would have been great. That's not even on topic. Um, but <laughs> no, um, no, Stephen, good to have you here. Um, uh, yesterday was a lot of fun. Uh, it, for those that might have missed it, we talked about what is a Gundam? And it was a pretty neat conversation. Um, and we even asked uh, ChatGPT what they thought. Yeah. So that yeah, was a lot of fun. That was that was an awesome little conversation we had. We we kind of strayed off into the weeds too, which is always good. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, if anyone hasn't checked that out, please check it out because you know Stephen's always providing good content. Um, but yeah, no. Other than that, again, mm -hmm. with this show, the podcast version will go up um, Friday. So. Um, uh, yeah, if you guys prefer the audio version or you can't catch it live, there's always that. Um, also, if you're ever interested, um, if you want to support the channel, there's some perks and there's going to be some new ones coming out. I'm just, I've decided I'm going to take a page out of the book of Star Wars Explained and I want to start doing it where I film myself watching a show, but I do kind of live commentary, you know, just a discussion, almost like hanging out talking you know so that might be a cool thing because yeah, that's awesome i mean i think that that's kind of like a, a lot of people do that sort of like celebrity dvd commentary where it's yeah. like <laughs> yeah, yeah i love that stuff i i love like my favorite commentaries are anytime bruce campbell is doing a commentary on army of darkness or evil dead <laughs> but oh, yeah. um uh so but on if you go to Patreon right now for everybody it's free for everybody i actually have a video of when i went to WeebCon, which we're going to talk about here in a second. So check that out if you want to. I just figured there's a way to get people to go to Patreon to see if you're interested in supporting because, you know, so far the support has, for both of us, the the, the community around here has supported us, really motivated us to keep going with this stuff, and it's so much fun. So Yeah, yeah, we have some awesome friends in, in this space that, uh, you know, they're really supporting what we do and yeah. encouraging us to, to push it further. So... And, you know, without sounding too cryptic, you know, we definitely have some some ideas um, oh, yeah. brewing oh, definitely. <laughs> about how, so to, many. how to provide more perks and more more value for for yeah. uh, the people that choose to support us. And, and that's like an ongoing thing. We're always brainstorming. Like, how can we make it where it's good value? But, you know, there's that feedback of support. But, you know, yeah. speaking of that, you had a video, an awesome video, speaking of, like, commentaries and supporting that went out last Friday that was y your breakdown of the first episode of Mobile Suit Gundam, but a different type of analysis than I would typically do. I like to look at the lore and the and talk about, but you kind of break down a lot of different things when it comes to, like, storytelling, animation, just other things in general. Now, yeah. the I think because there were some clips in it, Bandai blocked it, but you can yeah. get it at Rumble. There's a link in the description. Uh, but you'll have another episode coming up that you're going to have it in a format so it doesn't get blocked. But everyone will be looking out yes. for that, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that'll go live tomorrow. So hopefully Sweet. you guys are, are into it. You know, it's basically um, it, it's basically the, the kind of college courses you would do where you're talking about literature and, and analysis in that regard. But we're just yeah. applying it to Gundam, which... For me, it's, it's a great. lot of fun. I hope yeah, you guys I are love getting listening some, to some good content out of it. Yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. So, jumping into chat real quick, good to see Nike. Man, you were here early. Uh, Rogue New Type, good yeah. to see you. Zombie Painter, Neo X, Travis Wadlow, glad you were able to make it. Ultronimus, uh, Tony Reyes, good to see you. 
Um, yeah. Uh, so cool, cool show we got today because I want to start with talking about uh, WeebCon 2023. WeebCon. That, I've never heard of WeebCon, but the name alone has sold me. Yeah, it, it sounds like a thing that needs to exist and it should exist, but something that generally, even a couple years ago, I would never even bother going to. I'd be like, WeebCon? What? But, but, you know, getting into Gundam has opened me up to anime and like culture and I'm loving it. And so the the only reason I, and this is, it was funny because it was, I think on this past weekend is when WeebCon was Easter weekend. And I think we were all chatting in the supporter chat in our, in the Gundam Explained Discord. We were just chatting, talking about meeting up at cons or whatever. Um, and then I was like, yeah, what are some cons near me? So I searched, and it was like, WeebCon right now. <laughs> and guess what? Uh, Brad Swaley, the voice actor of Amaro Ray, is there. And I'm like, ah, hmm. So I wonder if this will be my first outing in, in Gundam uh, for a con. Because I used to go all the time for video game stuff. Like mid-2000s into the early 2010s with my Blue Gamer. Because... Even though Blue Gamer was never big, I think at that time, online stuff was still small enough where I guess I had enough of an impact where press, I would get invited to all that press stuff. I would, yeah, I went to cons all the time, QuakeCon every year, but I got tired of them because it would be like they would show off video games that I would just see online anyway, and... And so I just kind of stopped going. What's interesting about going to WeebCon was how much it was more of a cultural experience instead of just like, oh, here's the newest video games, even though there's yeah. culture to that. But it's like the it's like more of the stuff that I'm not too uh, familiar with, the Japanese side of things. Um, yeah. So I, mean, I, I I hit uh, anime NYC like basically every year from uh, oh. from like 2007 until like 2013 is when I think I stopped wow. stopped going up there. But um, and it's always fun. But, you know, I think that some of those bigger conventions, they've kind of lost their focus a little bit, you know, like Comic-Con and, you know, especially San Diego and New York. They're definitely more just like generic entertainment conventions as opposed to like committed to the to the topic at hand i think that um a convention like WeebCon is definitely a little bit more focused around the anime community and yeah that's a good way to put it because one thing i noticed is nearly 90 percent of the people there were in cosplay uh, it it was awesome. awesome like you know i'd see cosplay at conventions sometimes but this was like there was tons of cosplay um and you know it was weird because there was multi floors to this and there was even raves uh, dance party night par at night like they had parties that were would be going on like honestly That's if i knew wild. about this ahead of time i probably would have planned to check it all out um the, one thing that was a little weird to me but it's because of my prudish american upbringing was there was a lot of 18 plus stuff posted everywhere now it wasn't like explicit like nudity but it was scantily clad you know it, but like i don't mind that at all but i almost brought the youngest uh, with me and that might have not been too he might have just looked away i don't know it's it's one of those you, things you never know really... how, how kids are going to react yeah when they see that kind of stuff like are they going to get bashful and be like oh no <laughs> yeah well already when i watch shows with the youngest and if there's kissing he turns away 
or when he sees me and his mom kiss, he's like, "Ew," you know how kids are. But um, no one. It was cool. So uh, my video is just a short glimpse at what what it was. But I pretty much, you know, walked around the whole thing. It was large, and along the entirety outer wall of it were the booths for the voice actors, even some on the inner. So it almost seemed like, in a way, the voice acting was the bigger deal. I guess in that floor I was on because it was yeah. just yeah. In the middle, it was all like the merchandise retailers. Well, out of curiosity, I'm yeah. I'm fairly certain that uh, voice acting is particularly anime voice acting is pretty big in your neck of the woods. Like I I, I yeah. want to say that you're right around the corner from like Funimation. Exactly. Yeah, they're uh, in I think Funimation and Crunchyroll, and they have like I know they used to have. It might have been North Richland Hills or Hearst near me. They had an office, and then there's one in Dallas. In fact, it's either the Miorine or Soleta voice actress is in Dallas. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, which is pretty neat. I actually reached out. I, I reached out actually to a whole bunch of people recently to try to – I'm just throwing the net out there, see who's interested in coming on for an interview. So we'll see if that yeah. – pans out but that that's a good point so that could lend to why there was so much so many voice actors um so yeah even i think the soletta voice actor was there and i didn't know that until later like when i got right. home and i was just looking at hashtags to see oh what else was there but they even had the voice actor for miles in the spider-man ps4 game which is Very pretty cool. cool um and you know what there's honestly there was just tons I just don't recognize. You know, I would recognize some of the anime characters, but I bet there's just so many cool things that I don't watch right now. Like, like the Spy Family, I know is a popular thing. I'm sure there was a voice, act. I, or I don't even know if they do it in English. Do they? Spy Family? I, I, don't, I don't know. know. Um, but I bet those top anime shows are there. Anyway, so once I found Brad, you know, there was already a couple people in line, and um. It, it was interesting. He kind of had his own section instead of like a table parked next to another table. Even though he didn't have the biggest line, I think more the newer, but at the same time, so his table, he had someone working with him, could have been his wife or assistant or whatever. And on the table were the photos that you could, you know, as part of your purchase to get an autograph that you could get signed. Nothing was Gundam. And I was like, hmm. But I was like, you know what? Yeah, it's all the newer stuff like Death Note that's more popular that people are there for. So what I did was I brought the Blu-ray um, of the first, yeah, the first disc because it's like yeah, th it's two, two discs. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the little sleeve. I took it out. He drew a Haro on it and signed it. And we awesome. talked. It could have been fifteen to twenty minutes. It seemed like a while. It was so much where the line behind me was getting bigger. And it was cool because I told him, you know, hey, I just got into Gundam. This, uh, it's great. I love how it's like a more mature Star Wars. And he's like, yeah, exactly. And he, like, we were vibing on the same page of how cool it is. He was even telling me he would buy collectibles. But he got to a point where he has no more room. So yeah, I was just... going to say, his room's starting to look like ours. And... <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so it was really cool to hear that, that even he buys the collectibles but doesn't have enough room. And then I was – and we were just having a discussion yeah, about Star Wars, the relationship of Star Wars and Gundam. Also, 
in anime and like what I've discovered on anime, how they really the character development seems to be more of a a focal point in an anime than Western stuff, and even how they do it, where sometimes there's the mundane, the slice of life things that happen a lot, but yeah. it lends to the character development. And and then he was he went on to be like, wow, I'm surprised you haven't seen Death Note. You should see it. It does all that stuff. So. <laughs> Well, That'd it's be probably refreshing for him to to see a Gundam fan. You know, like, I, I imagine yep. that of all the people in his line, you know, ninety eight percent of them were Death Note, and then like maybe a couple of other series thrown in here and there. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't imagine that there was a lot of guys with like a Katra shirt from Gundam Wing because because yeah. the same actor, right? So right, like, and that's what I found interesting. I thought for Wing mm. at least there would be like this huge line of people. For wing yeah but it, it almost makes it seem like you know all that love for wing or gundam like in a way it's more of the people online that are older that are talking about it that might not necessarily go to a convention and yeah and then i guess with the younger crowd maybe even if they think gundam is cool or gundam wing is cool they're probably still more into the up-to-date animes that are coming out you know yeah. i don't know i but i just was surprised that in even walking around there was only one area that had gundam kits and i was i was actually surprised about that but they had it's like on one hand i want it because it's cool but on the other hand i don't care but it's that lacus <laughs> klein pink mobile suit that she's on when she sings or something <laughs> it's right. like a zaku warrior or something <laughs> yeah it's like it's cool but do i really care but it's cool you know it's it's one of those <laughs> things um Okay, so then after the signing and everything, I wanted to go look around. Originally, I was going to go see this panel on the history of Gundam that was being moderated or it was being conducted by, and I, I don't remember him, it's an artist from Japan that hmm. came and he was just doing a little thing. And I was like, ah, I, I've seen Tomino talk about it, so I think I'm good. But um, I then found another floor that was... It was interesting. It was all booths set up everywhere with backdrops, all different types of backdrops, and it was for people in their cosplay to to come to them and have pictures taken. Oh, which nice! I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, I've, I, yeah, I've not seen anything like that. Yeah, but then I've never, I, w I was never really dialed into the cosplay uh, yeah. side of it. So. I, I, I think it's neat. Like sometimes, like wow, what if I got a costume or something? But. I wouldn't even know. Like, if it was a Star Wars convention, sure. Uh, you know, like, recently I made a loot costume, but... There you go. For an anime convention, uh, I wouldn't know <laughs> what... Uh, you know, the one thing I would do is put on, a, a like, a, a muscle uh, uh, layer outside thing, make my hair all spiky, and be uh, the guy from Fist of the North Star or something. Oh, wait, he didn't <laughs> have the spiky go, yeah. hair. His was down. Or JoJo. That would be fun to cosplay. Those characters... Yeah, that'd but, be a lot of fun, especially if you could do the hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that was the thing here. People had crazy hair. Obviously, they used gel and stuff to, like, make it look like anime. But <laughs> at the same time, the, the cosplay is like a hobby in itself. And so a lot of it is yeah. the people taking their time, understanding the materials, how to do that. I probably, that's probably out of my, you know, I mean, I probably could if I wanted to, but I mean, have you I, ever... have a, uh, I have a Glemmy Toto uniform that's been sitting in my eBay cart for about two and a half years, uh, but, oh. <laughs> Why is but, it but I'm not like... planning on going to any cons soon, so it's like, well, 
but uh you know maybe if uh, we do plan a convention meetup or something um yeah you know well i will arrive blonde and <laughs> wearing a glummy toto uh would you shave oh yeah i'd have to right? oh sweet <laughs> that would be cool and you know well speaking of well, well to end the weebcon stuff yeah let me finish that and i'll get on to the next point there was also an area upstairs, uh, further up too, that was really like adults only, where a, it was like a, a sectioned off room that had a whole bunch of like 18 plus, it had giant banners with like half naked <laughs> anime girls on it. Interesting, not complaining, um, but like I wasn't prepared. I wish, again, I wish I knew about this ahead of time. Um, and and I was looking it up in like here in Texas, and I guess there's another anime style con coming up in September. So I'll probably and actually what I did was I actually registered to get a a table. Awesome. Doing that, I would like do a live stream from there or something, and I don't know what else I would do at a table, but they offer it. So I was yeah. like, yeah, bring bring plenty of merch with you, you know, slaps ah. and shirts and stuff yeah. like that. that. That's a good idea. Um. So, yeah, you know, that, and that got me thinking, like, after meeting Brad, and then I was like, you know what, hey, uh, you know, I, if I wanted to be able to reach out to you to maybe coordinate an interview coming on, you know, the show, what what would I do? And he handed me a card, so, and it's for this, I think it's called Celeb Work, so it's just kind of like a general, here's all the management talent. company. Yeah, so I reached out, haven't heard anything yet, but then that, like, got me excited, and so yeah, I reached out to, um, yeah, a few other people so hopefully i hear something soon because it, it 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 seems exciting as content that is missing from my channel is to have an interview with people that are part of the process of and I, I would even argue not not just missing from your channel but missing in general i mean oh yeah cat 197 isn't is doesn't have brad swaley yeah. uh you know interviews right. and so it, it'd be I, I think that it'd be fascinating it's like I'm a little jealous that you didn't get the conversation between the two of you about Star Wars on oh, tape. I know because, if I had like, it recorded. <laughs> I know that would have been cool, um, but yeah. So then that made me think. Okay, what what would be next? And so you, I wait. I was yeah. It was uh, uh, Brennan Elliott. You know the yep. the dude from G Savior. I'm always harassing him. I'm not really harassing him, but I tweet every once in a while. But you had mentioned Christmas Con. That and I'm I'm like okay I've heard of that let me look it up and I, I didn't know that that was a thing oh okay yeah yes yeah, so sure enough <laughs> they've got conventions for everything, for everything. like <laughs> and I guess the Christmas con is because the Hallmark movies they like sign actors to be in their movies and it's a lot of them are around Christmas also so they just call it Christmas con yeah so it's in Kansas City Missouri which I've actually never been to um and it it's only an eight hour drive. Because I was thinking I'll just buy a plane ticket and go, but then like the family wants to go too, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. Um, and we've driven to Florida, and that's like sixteen to eighteen hours. So yeah, I'm thinking a, Kansas City, not eight hours, not bad. So he's gonna be there. It costs sixty five to get in for a single day, <laughs> um, and then it costs. It's the it was about the same price as Brad Swaley. So if I wanted to get a selfie. Not a professional photo, but a selfie and an autograph. It's about sixty to seventy dollars. So okay. it's like this is like an investment. You know, it's like that's a lot of money, but it's. <laughs> and I figure my plan is, 
I go and really I might just go to the convention. If like the family doesn't see anything interesting, I'm probably just going to go straight to him, get his autograph and, you know, head out. Um, and then we gotta like, print you like a G savior t-shirt. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm going <laughs> to try to design a G savior t-shirt to print before I go. Um, which and, you are going to stick out like a sore thumb among all of these like middle-aged women that are excited exactly. about Hallmark channels. Exactly. So. Uh, and so since, yeah, since my family's come with me, I'm going to ask my wife to record. Like, I don't know what if they'd be like, no, put your camera down. You can't have your cameras out. So I might get one of those like hidden cameras or I don't know, or wire <laughs> a mic on me. So as I'm talking to them, um, but no, and then, so really the goal is one, it would just be cool to get his autograph, even though it's not like this guy has had an impact on my life or anything, but I feel like just showing up to, representing G Savior might just have a little sparkle for him for his day. I don't know. I, it, it, I know, feel like that would be cool. probably something he doesn't hear about, but maybe like once every three years, someone yeah. brings up G Savior to him. Um, yeah. Of course, since you found him on Twitter, now it's like once a month. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, and there's the occasion that he will like a tweet. Like, especially if someone does fan art of his character, I will retweet yeah. it and tag him because he, he usually appreciates that. So, And then yeah. the other thing I'm going to try to do, because I've already contacted his company twice and never heard back, I will bring up, hey, any chance I could get an interview with you on my show? If I can get it from his mouth, the no, then I'm like, okay, I'll stop. <laughs> but I also want to bring up, hey, just like Mark Hamill or the Ghostbusters, we can bring back your character in Gundam, make it relevant and exciting again. I don't think it got its fair shake. I've watched the movie. I don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be. I think it's no. how it it's looks. It's very much a product of its time. Yeah, exactly. It looks like a TV movie. It, it, because of the budget, they can't have that much action, unfortunately, you know, but the story is legit. The acting is legit. Um, and yeah. the context of it being in the Gundam universe it, is what makes it awesome. Even though it is late UC and I know you have a problem with late UC. Yeah. Yeah. It's fanfic, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's fanfic that I can respect. Okay. <laughs> okay, I like that. Um, so anyway, I'll just bring I'll try to eloquently bring up uh to him, you know, like, hey, let's have a resurgence. And you're the only the first and only real live action Gundam interpretation. I mean, there is that C D ROM or that PC game that came out in the nineties, but I, right. I think it's like telling him, look, you could ride these curtails and continue to, like, show up in Gundam stuff, too. I mean, and part of it, too, is, like, you don't I mean, even you see... You might even land him an extra role in the Netflix Gundam movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so that's, because that's that's it's, what's interesting. Bandai doesn't seem to really do stuff about G-Savior ever, often. Like, no. it's, yeah, I play the game on PS2. I have the DVD, which I will bring for him to sign, by the way. Um... But, like, they don't ever really re-release stuff or, uh, you know, and, you know, yeah. maybe they're embarrassed. But if you can get enough people to rally and make noise, you know, that could be a fun thing to dive back into. So, yeah, I mean, um, like, maybe maybe we can be like the group that harassed uh that harass DC comics. Like we can be like, release the savior verse, like yeah. <laughs> save your cut, <laughs> save the savior cut. No, that's actually pretty good. That's because I, I think that's 
what it's going to take. And I do think yeah. there's something to that, him being kind of the first and only live-action Gundam pilot. I'll ask him, are you a new type? <laughs> no, but um, no, that's that that'll be cool. And it would be cool if anyone can join me, so... Yeah, my wife has already expressed interest in uh, in attending Hallmark Con. So, I mean, we might end up getting the three-day pass. <laughs> if that happens, let's plan for it, and we'll plan to do a, a podcast from, yeah, if not there, a hotel or something. Yeah, that, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, Anyway, uh, let me see if I can wrap up anything else from my WeebCon. The, the, the only other thing I forgot to add was WeebCon was literally the next city over from me. Less than 20 minutes to drive there. So which, that's... which says something about Texas because because everywhere in Texas is like at least a 45-minute drive. Like well, if and, you think about all the landmarks. Right. And that's <laughs> why I live where I live and I've never moved because yeah. I live right in the center of everything in North Texas. So it's so easy for me to get somewhere. Um, And yeah, the place they had the, the con is usually where they have QuakeCon. Um, but anyway, yeah, and I see, and another thing I don't know is if with WeebCon, is it in a bunch of cities every year? Or is it, what, is it just down? I don't know. I'm going to have to do more research on that, but I think yeah. more cons will be in my future until then I get tired of it. But yeah, you know, let's, yeah, you know, let's see. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, to move on, we're going to also in a little bit talk about the seed versus destiny thing, but I'm going to switch over to something. Um, give me a second. Okay, so unfortunately, it's flashing again. Oh, and it's kind of not now. Oh, it kind of is. Okay. At least it's not like rapid fire. I know. And, and that's funny because for those that watch the show often, there's like this, I want to say there's like this plot line underneath of every episode where I have issues with this software that I'm using to stream. And it's like, you know, just this, this, this show might be monster of the week, but there is like a, an ongoing thread. <laughs> <Yeah>. of <laughs> the, the big bad evil guy is the streaming software. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And we're trying to get over it. Well, so what's interesting is there was a, a, an update to download, but I'm grandfathered into this old plan. And so on the website, they say, Hey, if you download an update, you may then have to re up. And I was like, Oh, I won't download the update. But the guy said, no, you can download the update. And I did. Very nice. And so far, so good. But I can go back to him and be like, hey, dude, flickering. <laughs> but what I wanted to bring up real quick, um, the GP00 is showing up in uh, uh, Battle Operation 2. I mean, yeah. I... Awesome. Yeah, that is cool. And at first I was like, wow, that's a surprise. But I'm like, wait a minute. Is, wasn't this like a either a kit or a robot spirits recently up for pre-order? And I'm starting to see... Go to Premium Bandai. One of those mobile suits is going to be in GBO two yeah. <laughs> next week. So, um, yeah, that's how that's how it works. Well, and I'm surprised because this kind of seems out of left field, considering that we've been kind of on a Thunderbolt kick yeah. recently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even like in the subreddit and stuff, people were assuming the next suit would be Thunderbolt or something. Mm -hmm. Um. Anyway. Uh, Looks cool. I wanted to get the Gunplus slash Robot Spirits. I think it was a Robot Spirits. I forget of it. Um, but looks cool. I like the colors. It's just a classic GPO look. I mean, 
What's even funny is in the game they have that Aqua version of the GPO one. I don't have it, but it's cool that they do all that stuff. Yeah, well, and that that was kind of like the the design philosophy behind the GPO one is like it's a modular, you know, we can outfit it for um, any situation. So it was like the land type, and then you see the the full burner version in that's right because that's an upgrade from the GPO one, right? The full, mm -hmm. full burning. Yeah. So, that's yeah, I mean, that stands to reason that there would be an aqua version, even if we don't see it in in the anime. I like that. I like how Gund the Gundam universe always considers water as a battlefield. I don't. Yeah. I, at first, it was surprising, but then over time, I'm like, you know, that makes sense. And and I'm going to talk about something else, but I'm going to switch just so I don't give myself a seizure. But um, so I'm um, I'm sorry. Maybe 20 episodes into After War, Gundam X. Oh, awesome! Yeah, and, and I got to say that is a good show. Now, now that I'm further into it, it's a very down-to-earth, seriously played, good contained story where it's not trying to be crazy. Even yeah, if there no are gimmicks. type dolphins, it's it's still <laughs> it. I like the imagery. In and another thing too is the way they do the new type stuff. I I don't know if I enjoy it because I already have context of the new type stuff in UC because it's. Mm -hmm. It's like they're not explaining things in a way, but there are specific traits that are consistent. That's like, oh, that's an interesting take on the new type. Like how they will talk to each other from long distances normally, yeah. which I thought was interesting. There's also the fact that the, being able to interact with a dolphin that I feel, you know, lends to kind of the biological science of what we understand from dolphins where there's a lot more to their yeah. Yeah, brain functions than we understand, especially echolocation right, for all the fish and all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, and I also like, and again, I'm not too far into it, so I don't know where it's going. But I like that light that comes from the moon, like the 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 look of that. It reminds me of like recent imagery from like I think it was Dark Souls three, where it showed that like I think the the blacked out sun and it had like the line going down from it. I don't know. I just really cool imagery. The characters are cool. I think it was like episode 14 or 15 were slice of life. Like the guys go back to town and you kind of seeing what they're involved with. Like, and I forget their names. I'm really bad at that stuff. But the, the guy with the water mobile suit went to go hang out with his family and he learned more about him. The guy with the flying one went to uh, meet all his different girlfriends. And it's really cool <laughs> how they give these people these backgrounds. Um, yeah, yeah. You don't get that from a lot of Gundam series. I mean, that's yeah. That's always been one of my big complaints about some series where it's like, we're going to introduce you to a character and then we're going to kill him in five minutes for pathos or something. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think you're right. So seeing that slice of life thing, I'm appreciating it more than I would before. And I think it's good because at first they had the characters go through an arc, like. They seemed like they were bad guys, but oh, they're good guys for hire. Oh, and then they're just hanging out, and they're sometimes a little weird in the their little uh, it's a white base on wheels. I don't know how to explain it. It's like a hover white base. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, you see them kind of live in their world, and then it's like, oh, okay, I care more about those characters. So, yeah, yeah I cool. and I think you and I kind of had an exchange on Twitter where it was like, it's just inoffensive. Like, in I think that's why um, Gundam X gets overlooked so much, is it's like, yeah. you know... It doesn't stand out for anything in particular that it does right. wild or crazy or makes people mad. 
Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Um, and, you know, and so that's the thing. Like, in this, I'm at, I think the past few episodes have really been water-based. And even though they do that in Gundam, it's just really cool to see that again, especially when they're fighting underwater. Like how, like, the beam saber doesn't work underwater, and he's thinking, so he puts it up to their cockpits and then ignites it. Like, I love that he's trying to figure out how to that's, use the technology. That's a very cool environmental touch that you don't get from, like, again, you don't get from a lot of other Gundams. Like, you know, typically you just see people flinging beam sabers underwater and it's not a big deal. Um, you know, so. the first time something like that popped up for me was Unicorn. I think the time when the Sinandru was going up against the Earth Federation fleet, I think, the bad one, and then they, oh, okay, maybe that was where they dispersed Manofsky particles so he couldn't use beam weaponry, so he had to, like, go in close or something. Right. So, yeah, I guess that's more based on the Manofsky, but I love it when stuff like that happens where the characters then have to kind of adapt to the situation. And it doesn't necessarily happen too much. Yeah. No. Nah. But it, it is you kind get of like cool. maybe one or two kind of tentpole moments per series. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, is a good series for that. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> I'm um looking forward to finishing uh afterward. And then I was like, oh, then I'm almost done with Gundam. I only have turn A, Age, <laughs> IBO, Reconquista. Okay, I'm not <laughs> close. To <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forty four um, years of content is a lot to. <laughs> A lot to pack into four years of, because you've been you've been on YouTube for four years now, right? No, uh, tw- no, it's uh, it will be, it might just be two years in June. It was twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one. Yeah, I mean, it was four years that I've been in a Gundam, but yeah. I, yeah, it wasn't until later. I was like, you know what? Let me just start a YouTube channel to learn more about it. You know, um. So anyway, yeah, that was that. Okay, I'm gonna go on to the next video game news. Flicker massacre, but um, yes, yeah, season four of Evolution Ballista. I will say, playing as the Dynamis was probably the most fun I had playing Evolution. I really, I, I liked how I could be long range, but also be short range. And there's a lot of boosting mechanics that go with switching the weapons, which not many characters have that ability. Um, yeah, and then on top of that, you can heal players so like that's i love like in gbo2 i like to play i play i always have the high assist scores in gbo2 or diversions scores because i'm always like assessing the battlefield and like moving around and the dynamis really lends to that there Um, you go nice i think there's going to be a lot of people playing friday i'm uh, there's gonna be a lot of people from bandai playing together and I, i might stream that and then i in in the discord the gunman explained discord i brought it up to people that play there a lot to see I'm going to try with Bandai to coordinate hey can we get some matches uh uh with depending on how many people show up I think that would be fun yeah that'd be awesome oh and I think also with the season 4 release it's now in like way more territories so it's almost like this is like a bigger release for the game so yeah they seem to be throwing a lot more support at it which is kind of cool yeah no, it, yeah, it it is pretty cool because, like, again, I feel like this game isn't for me, but it is a fun game. Like, I, it is fun. I gotta say, um, it's just GBO two, man. That that's just that's just my game. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Moving on. 
again, everyone, sorry for the flicker. That that definitely, I can get back to the guy, hey, I downloaded the, the patch or the update, but there's a flicker. Um, and I'll link to this. And I'll be like, yeah, hey, man, I'm say. talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, well, so this is interesting because there's going to be some new pre-orders going up unless, are they out? No, okay, it's like tonight or something, right? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, probably around 9 p.m. is usually, or 9 p.m. Eastern. Okay. Yeah, and look, that Neo Zeong, we complained about all of a sudden this $300 suit went up and it sold out. They put it up again. So I'm telling you, Bandai is listening. They're they seeing are. what people want, and they're, um, yeah, because I mean, I they think, did the same thing with the Spartan, right? Yeah. They did, like, they did two releases of the Spartan. And because of that, I was able to get it, uh, that second uh, pre-order. Um, so just looking around here, um, yeah, they even have the Gundam Rose again, if anyone missed out on that. Oh, the or if Zaki you just need a couple more Rose funnels. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Um, yeah, they have that high, that Zaku high mobility surface type that I think is sweet. That <sighs> yeah. I, I might pick up. Yeah, I'm really surprised. I thought that they were coming out with all five of the Southern Cross Zakus. But maybe they're just doing them one at a time. Yeah, that's right. Because I remember originally they did announce it like that, and now it's just this. Yeah, this one. That's interesting. And uh, the Slager's GM. So if you guys didn't pick that up, uh, the one thing I'm really interested in because I'm into robot spirits is this uh, gunner type Zaku. It's just decked out, like it just has like look at all this weaponry on it. It has this <laughs> giant cannon on its back. Dare I say they're trying to make it look like a scope dog from Votoms? Oh yeah, that, that's uh, yeah. Like the... That's a good point. Yeah, it it is looking like that. So yeah, this is this is pretty. And then and so in this image here, they have these other uh, mobile suits that I haven't seen released yet. Like this guy has that Gatling gun. Uh, that's kind of like yeah. the shield, like the Goof has the custom. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a uh, Zaku two F two type, but oh, yeah. with a goof shield for some reason. <laughs> yeah, so I wonder if they're taking these from Stardust Memory then, the Zaku design, and then instead of using the double seventy nine for anime, they're just using the Stardust Memory F, which I think is the F two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but then there's this Gelgoog back here, and I um, want to say these are from that double o eighty three manga. Um, I always forget the oh, name. Oh yeah, Rebellion. Rebellion, Re yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. That explains it then. Thank you. That, uh... Oh, yeah, because it even has... Um, information down here. Invade Von Braun City. Was that in Rebellion? I don't know. I actually haven't followed it. Yeah. So, oh. which is kind of... It's kind of funny that they call it a ver anime if it was only in a manga. Maybe it should be like a ver manga. <laughs> like... So that's then why I think they are getting the Veranime Stardust Memory ones that they already made. Yeah. And then making a Veranime Vermanga. That's what they should <laughs> call it. Veranimanga. I don't know. <laughs> there you so. go. That, yeah. it, they should do that with the dots and then they make up what the acronym is. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, that is cool. It's just, man, 90s always steep, especially when I'm not like building anything. Yeah, but again, they're high quality. It's it's really hard. I haven't even pre-ordered that um, add-on pack for the the wound wart. So, 
I still have a lot well, of work they to do. Well, come with so many accessories anyway. Yeah, I know. All right, so we're going to move on. Um, so this, I, I'm appalled. I don't even know where to go with this. So I said, which C do you enjoy more? 149 votes, 77% go for seed. And I'm shocked. I watched both back-to-back, and to me, Destiny is obviously superior. I'm not mad. (laughs) I'm just disappointed. (laughs) I I will say, though, that I think overall the music in Seed was better, but the beginning of the second season had some of the coolest music, but then it didn't continue with that for the rest. Like, there was that main music when Shin would go into his... uh, core fighter splendor whatever and it would play this badass music they stopped like around episode 15 or 16 and then it but let's still use the same like stock animation but you know because i mean both seed and seed destiny are guilty of like reusing animation cells yeah you know yeah Yeah, no it's it's on one hand sometimes it's annoying but sometimes coupled with the music it's like i'm just enjoying a music video (laughs) that i've seen (laughs) multiple times yeah, that's that's a good way of looking at it. So, uh, Jermaine Garrett says, I do like both. I just like to watch the first Gundam Seed show. Hope another story will be just as awesome. You know, and that could be part of it. How much context do I now have based on Destiny that then I would enjoy Seed more? You know, I I might want to... Okay, and play kite with right hand okay honestly i like both but if i had to choose it would be seed even though destiny was the first title that introduced me to the gundam franchise oh interesting yeah i mean that's like watching empire strikes back without watching a new hope yeah yeah (laughs) that's a really good way to put it whereas if you watched i would think if you watched empire strikes back first and then you went to a new hope you might think wow empire was better unless you just really like like the dog fights because a new hope does more dog fights true um, Raider8676 you forgot to include Stargazer my dude actually I did not since that is a like a movie um, on it's yeah, own and I haven't watched it um, but one I do it's yeah, just whole bo- series only we're not uh... yeah because both of them are are time commitments 48 episodes I had to really manage my time to make sure I got through them quickly without uh, like uh, avoiding my family for so long <laughs> Now, you know what might have been actually a good third option would be throwing in the Seed HD remaster because that might split the vote. That's interesting because I only watched the HD remaster. I have not seen the original, and that would be interesting if there's even a big difference there. (laughs) Have you watched both? No, I I think I only watched the original. Ah, okay. Because I didn't know that there was an HD remaster. Like you, I found out, you know, later on. So Yeah. It, yeah. And, uh, but I wasn't about to go back and watch it again. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. It's like sometimes it's like these rem- – hey, that was a discussion we were having with Resident Evil 4. It's like some of these remasters, it's like, <laughs> is it really worth it? Is it for me? Maybe it's not for me, but that's okay. You know, it's, you know, one of those yeah. things. Um, BACD, I like both of them. Good answer. Actually, let me give everyone the little thumbs in the heart. Uh, zero, zero X, E, X, E. 
four votes closed the poll. I think that was when it had seed at the four. <laughs> and yeah. that's funny. WebFox 100, Seed has 100% with two votes. Oh, close the poll. Another one. <laughs> Man. So not only do people prefer Seed, but they, they're they adamant about it. Like, yeah, that's... Which is fascinating to me that for as much as people complain about Kira, um, why would you then think that Seed is superior to, to Seed Destiny? But Yeah. Really, Seed over Destiny. Neither. I'm more of a UC guy. Good answer, Tony. Yeah, <laughs> De uh, Andreas, Destiny was a rushed sequel that tried to replicate Zeddy and Seed's plot progression, but also ruined its own story in the process. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I think it did a good job of like because there's like peace at the end of the first one. It's like, but that's not possible. The, yeah, and I'm glad in the <laughs> wait, what were you saying? Well, I was like, are you are you like are you new to the Gundam universe? Uh, peace? That's not a and, and what is interesting, like when I, because remember in Double O, the first season and second season kind of did that same thing too, but there was still that background of the coordinator thing going on. So then, but once you get to the movie, the threat then was aliens. So what, right. what Seed did was they, once you get to Destiny, that chairman guy is like, look, the military industrial complex still exists and we need to get rid of it. In my opinion, that was like the perfect way to have a sequel because it's like, yeah, maybe there's peace right now, but hey, the the underlying process that creates war is still here, and we actually need to. So when the chairman's doing these things, people don't agree, but he's trying to do something right. Yeah, just going the bad right way about it. But um, something about the road to perdition and good intentions, all that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and oh, uh, uh, the mechanic, he's been uh, on the channel before. Neither. He doesn't like either of them. Uh, that's actually pretty cool, I think, if you don't vote, but you actually say you don't like either, because that's interesting to find out, too. Because if Destiny didn't exist, I would just ignore Seed altogether. Um, but, but Destiny, and actually, let me grab, because um, I even picked up. Hey, there you go. Kid. It just looks like a badass grunt suit like yeah it's uh like that is what i would have imagined like a mass production zeta should have looked like yeah where well, you're thinking that it it does more of the booster approach to the right to the backpack yeah instead of having to be well it can't tra can't transform so now it's just going to be right transforming's yeah. too expensive so we're going to strip it back and which i guess is technically what the rigazi is right so like yeah, yeah, that's right, because it can... And you know what, though, that does bring up a point which I like about Destiny, and they don't... And it might have been in Seed, too, and they don't really talk about it much, but when they're doing land battles or atmosphere battles, they always have boosters on. Yeah. Like, the different... Unless it's, like, a, a Gundam, like, a you know, one of the... So it's cool that they kind of keep that consistency. Um, But, yeah, I... You know, I gotta say... So so many uh, rogue new type UC for life. Hell yeah! I don't have a tattoo. Yeah. I never plan to get one, but if I do, it would be UC for life. There you go. No, there we but, go. Yeah, um, same here. I do have tattoos, and maybe I'll <laughs> add. Yeah, just add on. Fill them in. So here here's my thing. I am seeing so many people like seed. I'm probably gonna. I don't know when, but I'm gonna try to watch it again to see if I can maybe pick up on some subtlety or nuance, which I doubt is there, but <laughs> I, I don't know. 
<laughs> well, maybe maybe try to watch not the uh, HD remaster. Oh, and okay. See if that uh, colors your perception. Okay. I'm not going to commit to do that. Um, <laughs> 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 Which you shouldn't. <laughs> Who would? No, honestly, if if uh, if we get enough uh, channel subscribers, I will do a dissecting Gundam Seed and Gundam Seed Destiny. Well, that will say, dude, that would be great. Actually, coming from you, that would be really cool to hear. Um, they're going to be very short episodes. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like you said, there's not a lot there to really work with. But yeah, uh, no, yeah, it's yeah, because sometimes you know things just happen just to happen, and so it's like, well, there's not really anything I can discuss with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the characters are more like instruments that just kind of move the plot forward, as opposed to, you know. They're being really, which is what I liked about Destiny, how they were, they're having these plots that, with these characters that don't necessarily make them good or bad. It's like, I mean, really the main bad guy was the dude from Earth that then escaped to the moon or whatever, and then he had that sweet laser that, like, was able to go through those rings or whatever. Like, that was pretty cool. That was a little Um, neat. (laughs) But so, yeah, that's why, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to explore this more and i'm gonna try not to trash talk seed as much since i see that a lot of people like it is it i that is wrong you know that whole simpsons thing like the kids i don't know it's the kids children (laughs) or something like that um well cool um well you know what i think that's really it for the topics we were going to cover today um anything else um that's cool to mention to bring up not that i can think of Okay, well, then cool. So if you guys want the audio version, that will be released on Friday, as well as um, the new Dissecting Gundam with the first episode of Zeta. Yep. yep. Right? So yeah. like uh, like I said, you know, we're going through Zeta and Gundam at the same time. So um... cool. Yeah, that's cool because it kind of makes it like uh, some breathing room of the different uh, storylines, pretty much. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and do you plan to do like wing you know we'll see how far we go with it if uh, if people are really liking it then you know i'll uh like you know, maybe there... we we'll go down the line of uc shows until okay. we get to like you know wing and seed and... i'm just wondering if there's something you can't wait to get to well that's why i had to start zeta right away oh okay <laughs> <laughs> nice okay yeah start off strong they can kind of give you the yeah the the ideas going forward so yeah, that way well, if cool. I burn out, then I'm going to burn out early. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then you'll at least have that done. Yeah. Um, yeah, and before I leave real quick, I see some other people just joined. IT Commander, uh, Penele, Barry, BB, good to see you all. Classic Quarter Gameplays. Uh, hi, how are you? I'm watching Zeta now on my DVD collection. Oh, good man. Probably one of the Wise. coolest people then at this moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like someone in the Discord posted a picture of them wearing a Xeon shirt at the gym. And it's like you you probably are the coolest person at the gym. Like oh, if you think about it. Like Yeah. So anyway, guys, yeah, thanks for watching. Um I could go on forever saying bye, but bye. Adios.